everyone, welcome to my podcast and um, also my YouTube channel. Um, today I'm going to be discussing um, Proverbs chapter 22 and chapter 23. And I title this first part Giving and Receiving Mercy and Blessings. In chapter 22, verse 1 states, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches loving favor rather than silver and gold. According to the MKJV study Bible, God makes both the rich and the poor. Those who favor the rich over the poor are considered um, an insult to the Creator. Um, this verse also speaks on the fact that a person's reputation is more favorable than possessions of wealth. Someone's uh, damaged reputation will not be repaired even with tons of money. Once there is a rumor or incident linking them to the person, especially how social media runs, it will affect the person throughout their lives no matter how wealthy. In fact, the person loses credibility or admirers. This happens a lot with young people who create inappropriate videos, drunken videos, or, or doing other foolish things. It stays in their worldwide web forever, and it can affect future employment and other decisions. On another note, in Proverbs 14.31 states, He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. In James um, 2, verse 5, states, listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in favor and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? But you dishonor the poor men. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Do they not blaspheme the noble by which you are called? This verse is actually urging all believers not to show partiality by favoring someone who is wealthy over a poor person. That in doing so, we are not demonstrating our Christian brotherly love. Many individuals will choose to give honor to a wealthy person and totally ignore the poor person, even if the person is right next to the rich person. In fact, they will go as far as to remove the poor person from the area. If you follow God's law, you will be merciful to others and not judge based on people's appearances, wealth status, or popularity. People are people no matter what, even if they are rich or even if they are poor. That is why a believer must treat the persons at the grocery store, restaurant, driver, or anyone else for that matter in the same manner you would like to be treated. You will learn a lot um, of a person by observing how they treat uh, people with this type of jobs because some people act as if they are beneath them. Always value and respect others, no matter where they come from, how they look, and what they are wearing. The clothes do not make a person, but the, but the heart does. In chapter 22, verse 9, He who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives all his bread to the poor. This verse emphasizes on the fact that we must place the need of others before ours. As God instructs us to reach out and help the neediest and most vulnerable people. For example, 
this Thanksgiving week, there are a lot of individuals in need who need an extra handout to help them with their Thanksgiving meal. God encourages us to seek out places where we can donate food, money, or our time. On the other hand, in verse 16, he who oppresses the poor to increase his riches, he, and he who gives to the rich will surely come to poverty. According to the NKJB Study Bible, this is one of the last Proverbs that, of Solomon in his collection, and he deals with uh, social justice. Ultimately, all humans' affairs are in God's hands, even to at times the wicked proper, prosper. God made both the rich and the poor, and he will justly determine their destinies. In verse 22, 22 states, do not rob the poor because he is poor, nor oppress the affected at the gate. God demands fairness within government, schools, work environment, churches, city, and state. In our society, the rich runs everything from school system, prison system, political system, to our economic system, etc., etc. The decisions that are made by all of these systems affect the poor drastically as it is done to have power over the lower class status, which is, is considered the poor, to be the poor. Because if they don't oppress the poor, the poor will stand up in power. If they oppress the poor, then their money grows through economic oppression. We can, um, we can also relate this verse in the spiritual sense as individuals can carry generational curse of poverty and unconsciously believe that they must pass it on to the next generation. That is not the case when God comes to break all the stronghold of generational sins and poverty is also a stronghold attached to it. You must pray for deliverance from, from it. In the next paragraph, we're going to be speaking about humility versus arrogance. Chapter 22, verse 4. By humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Proverbs 21, 21. He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness and honor. This verse is speaking about the haughty and the proud of character. What is being uh, haughty? The Greek word for haughty is rephanos. This means according to the Vine Expository Dictionary, showing oneself above others, evil sense of arrogance, and being proud. We need to be careful of how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive others. We find in the Bible that the Pharisee exalted themselves over others and bragged about their deeds or religiosity. They rejected people who they felt were beneath them. God does not value haughtiness or arrogance or pride. In Luke 18 verse 11 provides an example of true humbleness in the sight of God. Also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I possess, and the tax collector, standing far off, will not so much as raise his eyes to the heaven, but beat his breast, saying, 
God, merciful to me, a sinner, tell you this, this man went down to be justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. This can also be related to situations that are happening now through social media, in person, in churches, and other venues. We have some individuals acting in haughtiness, create an agenda, humiliate other believers by bringing all of their past out to discredit them publicly. God's, God's not pleased with this. We must first look at the speck of our own eyes before we start judging others. This is not the way to get notoriety or, uh, and it is considered haughtiness. I understand that God is exposing some believers who preach a word who are haughty in their eyes as they have been, been given in in the spirit of greed, haughtiness, avarice, and stronghold. It's totally different. What God is correcting is the tit for tat amongst believers instead of concentrating on preaching sin, repentance, and deliverance. There, I said it, and if anyone gets offended, please take it up with God, I am just a messenger. Requires a humble spirit to be given and merciful to others, just as he has been to you. In Micah 6, verse 8, he has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Chapter 23. This paragraph is titled For the Love of Money. In verse 24 of uh, chapter 23 states, Do not overwork to be rich because of your own understanding cease. This verse calls for moderation. Like anything that we do in life, there has to be a balance. It is instructing us to not to choose to do a job for the love of money or work ourselves to sickness or death. Harrison to verse 17 speaks on desiring what others have. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all day. The preoccupation with creating, spending, and having more money than anyone has led people to do unmentionable things. One example that comes to mind is that of the concept of don't compete with the Jonases. And this means keeping up to someone else's standard. Um, it's not healthy, it's toxic, because it is envy and jealousy that creates a spirit of competition with another person. Um, let's say, for example, the neighbor next door buys a trendy car. So you go and buy a more expensive, trendier car. Then let's say the neighbor builds a new in-ground pool and you go and challenge it with an in-ground pool that is totally more sophisticated than your neighbors. It is a sick cycle of envy and jealousy. In everything that we do, we must have balance, self-control, and practice moderation. Living beyond your means to impress others, buying things we cannot afford, and spending money without self-control. These behaviors all have horrible consequences, not only materially, financially, but also spiritually. On, on another note, working a job for money that you are not passionate about or overworking yourself for a job that will replace you in a heartbeat. 
this shows that we must evaluate our priorities in life because overworking um, due to desiring more money sometimes does not pay off as we think um, and usually comes out less pay per hour. Also overworking not only steals your time, your health, but your joy because you have become a slave to money. It's asking that we need to balance our lives to create more time with our family and to do what is important for his kingdom. We are not saying that being wealthy is bad nor to stop working. No, what God is telling us is to um, balancing God first, family, and your work. Verse 18 states, For surely there is a hereafter, and hope will not be cut off. According to the NKJ Study Bible, first verse proves there sharply contrasts the envy of sinners with the fear of the Lord. The expression of piety that the Proverbs repeatedly, repeatedly encourages. The second gives two perspectives that everyone needs, present success or lack of it. It is not the final outcome. There will be a future stable fundamentally different from this world. The world hereafter can also be rendered as glorious future. Everything that is accomplished on this earth does not compare to the riches of glorious future in heaven. As wealth or riches, we cannot take it when we pass on. This verse also is warning us to the fact that the sole focus should not be just on money, but in fearing God and serving Him. What use will it be for us to gain worldly riches and lose your soul in the process? Money, fame, and wealth can easily become idols, and the person yearns for more and more and never gets satisfied. Again, God is warning about what is the purpose of wanting it. What are you going to do with it? Will it affect your walk with God? Will it sway you away to do things of the world? So we need to check our motives. How strong are you in your walk with God to withstand all temptations that it will bring with it? Not to say that there are not individuals who have a good heart, good motives, self-control, and discipline to know how to manage well. It is all about staying grounded in the Lord and not forgetting where you came from or being disciplined enough to reject, to be engaging in other worldly things that will make you sin. Today's prayer, Lord, today we give you the glory and the honor for allowing us to receive and give mercy and blessing to others. We are grateful to know that who we are in Christ is greater than what the world demands. Our reputation is guarded by your Holy Spirit, which let us be conscious as not to speak anything that will cause a stain on someone's life just for mere ignorance or pride. Let us appreciate others in spite of what they have, how they look, and where they came from. Not judge others, but instruct them in your way so that they too can be blessed. Lord, let us be generous with our gifts, time, and financial resources to help others in need when we are able to. Help us to be kind and treat everyone with respect and honors as an example of you and how you value each one of us. Let us be humble 
not arrogant, always thinking of others' need before ours as a true example of your godly commands. God, we understand that being humble or meek is not weakness, but that in being and doing so, we are strong warriors of your kingdom. Lord, let us not love money more than you, or our life, or our family, or ourselves. Let us balance life enough that we can enjoy the quiet moments in your presence, seeking you and reading the Bible, as well as managing and balancing our daily family and work life. God, remind us again why we should never compete with others, not healthy, but toxic, envy, and jealousy. Help us not envy sinners. We repent from these sins in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for reassuring us those greater blessings, treasures, and more awaits us in the hereafter than worldly gains. We know that when we pass on, we cannot take anything with us. And lastly, Lord, help us manage our finances better, balance our time, and be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you.